Hey, this is Dave. This is Tim. And this is Dave and Tim. No, okay. and Dave. I got Tim and Dave. I, yeah. Yeah, okay. This. Well, we should testing? actually add that into the show. Hello, everyone. Hey, guys. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. Hey, David. How's it going? I'm doing fine, Tim. How are you? Pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty good. So, David. Good, good, Timmy. I got this blister on my heel. Got a blister on your heel, Timmy. It's from those new shoes I got. Oh my- <laughs> <laughs> I mean it. That's hilarious. So, listen. I so like we talked about last week. I got new regular shoes and new dress shoes, right? So you on still Monday, never told me who those Nike shoes are. What are you talking? Oh, the they're sneakers. mine. Yeah, but I just never wore them. When'd you buy them? Like a year ago or something. Okay, why? Okay, because they're like wide. And I thought, okay, what if I tried wearing wider shoes just to see how it felt? And I didn't like it. So that's that's the story there. Why don't you just give them away then? Why? To who? You're literally just going to have a pair of shoes sitting in your shoe bin and you're never going to wear them. I'm sure I'll throw them away eventually. Just give them away. They're Nikes. All right. To who? I don't know. It's Goodwill or something. All right. I'll or, give them to Goodwill. Plato's Closet, at least. So what? Plato's, Plato's clo- Closet? Yeah. It's like a place where you can sell your shoes and stuff. If you say so. Anyways, go So on, on Monday, I put on my dress shoes, and I wear them, uh-huh. and by the time I walk to work, I have this terrible blister on my heel. It hurts <laughs> like hell. Luckily, I had my other shoes in my book bag, because I was going to go to gym, to the gym, okay. after work. So you wore sneakers to work. That's what I've been doing all week. And I kind of like it. I might keep doing oh, it. Oh, my God. Well, You're the Converse is. Yeah. That's Timmy, what I wear. I, I know that. That's not professional footwear. Who cares? If I, if I wore that in my place, I'd get freaking ostracized. <laughs> really? Yeah. We're not By allowed who? to wear sneakers. I don't know. We're just not allowed to wear sneakers. Well, I have a job where I'm treated a little bit better, and I'm not a <laughs> subjugated underling. Where I'm I at. like wearing nice shoes. Yeah, I bet. And I, I, I don't know... Whatever what, you have to tell yourself. Well, here's the thing. you got to break in shoes, for one. Two, I know, I know. Yeah. Two, with the heels, you you can buy special heel um, heel guards. What they do is yeah. that so they don't scrape against it. Yeah, I, know. I, I, I mean, like the shoes. They look, I, they're they look good. Nice. I just need to break them in, but this has to heal before I break it in. Just like my heart. Yeah. You broke it, Tim. I know. You broke everything. It's going to be broken again. Speaking of broken systems... Okay. Um, Bee colonization. Hmm. Yes, that's a hot topic nowadays. Everyone, no one can stop talking about bee colonization. Well, I just read this article. A specter is haunting America. (laughs) Bee colonization. (laughs) I just read this article. Uh, It said that 75% of all honey in the entire world has trace amounts of neosecticides, which is like this horrible, horrible um, poison that Hmm. is used to take care of like bugs and stuff in crops and flowers. Uh Um, and they said that they haven't been able to – well, it's not that they haven't been able to definitively prove that that is why the bee populations are going down. Hmm. But it's becoming more and more evident that it's probable that bee, po- bee colonization or they call it coloni- – um, what do you call it? They call it um, – Colonialism? No, not colonialism. <laughs> bee colonialism. No. Uh, I can't believe the injustice <laughs> they've done to the flies. <laughs> the um, – uh, colonization collapse, okay. I think that's what they call it, huh. is is uh, is becoming more and more closely linked to this specific uh, insecticide that kill other things because the bees are taking it back into the hive and oh, it's no. killing all the bees. Hmm. So another um, reasoning for us to believe that this is actually what's going on is bec- is that that seventy five percent of the world's honey. Um, product has hmm. trace amounts of this insecticide which is leading us more and more to believe that 
this insecticide is what's causing the death of all these bees. And without bees, Tim, if, if I, oh, yeah. I know you're we're aware, screwed. we're screwed. Because uh-huh. uh, a lot of the pollinization of just regular plants and anything else is carried through the, bees, the yeah. ecosystem the of bees. having all the bees. Another interesting fact about bees is that – we're going to make that our new catchphrase. No, we're not. That is that the fact that there is this killer bee going on in South America that I think was imported from Asia that's killing all the honeybees. Wow. And they're like, these bees that are taking over aren't very nice. Hmm. Like, they're really angry, mean, disturbed bees, kind of like a, 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 a bee form of me, and, yeah, uh-huh. and they're eating all these honeybees. Wow. So there's a lot of things going on in the bee world. I'm actually a person that likes to eat honey in the morning with this oatmeal. Honey's okay. I haven't had any in a while. Well, I, I liked eating honey with, uh, with nice... It's rye bread that's toasted. Mm, sounds and just, pretty just good. Spread across it. It's a delicious. I like putting treat. it in tea. I like putting it in tea. I wasn't always a big sweet person. Mm. Well, I'm a big sweet person. You're a big sweetie now. Um, but I, I really do enjoy eating honey now. Um, huh. But they say um, that too much honey isn't good for you because of the, just the amount of traces of sugars. But they, now that we know that there's a lot of you know insecticide in there i'm quite i'm probably worse i'm I'm worried now but i mean there's stuff like that in like everything anything you can touch there's all kinds of chemicals and nastiness all over it that's the industrialized world we're living in certain places have um falafel (laughs) certain places have falafel it's a big public health concern (laughs) falafel i don't think i've ever had a falafel what are, what's a falafel? I have no idea. I just know right, it's part of the Jewish community. Is it Jewish? I'm pretty sure falafel's Jewish. All right. I'm gonna now, what's the word up. I'm looking for? It's like formaldehyde? Formaldehyde? Yeah, there you go. I yeah. can never get that word. Formaldehyde. Uh, that, there's trace amounts of that in certain paints that could actually get you really sick. Uh-huh. It's not a very nice thing to have. I and there's that um, you know, long-standing um, hypothesis Ovation. that... It was lead in the paint that caused that huge um, crime spike in the 90s. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think lead in general. But no one – I mean, the whole thing, why the crime went up so high and has declined seriously since, no one knows. The 80s. 80s into the early 90s, and then it declined starting mid-90s. Right, right, right. Yeah, no one has really any definitive idea why that happened. Yeah, I mean, I've read a lot of interesting... Oh, that's falafel. It's Middle Eastern. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, isn't that kind of sort of Jewish? Yeah, that's where they come from. Okay. (laughs) That's where where they come from. (laughs) That's terrible. (laughs) Um, No, but, like, I, I just, I just... Always thought it was something to uh, to a degree that having all the, these these poisons that had a d- direct correlation with the eighties and nineties uh-huh. uh, crime spree. It's inter- It's just interesting. Like I found, I find that like whole statistical analysis about it pretty pretty interesting. But and again, we don't really know. But I think I think this is the reason why. Like when, when that I forget, what was the book that said that the Roman Empire fell because of lead poisoning? Oh, I don't know. That's a hypothesis that's been out there. It doesn't make any sense if think, you know anything about why the Roman. Oh my Empire God, fell. that's right. You've no, been reading does, about this. Like, no, what does that <laughs> Sorry, mean? Sorry, ladies and it gentlemen. I just opened poisoning. Pandora's box. Like, I do think people it had, think could, it fell because everyone just got really stupid and started like stapling, you know, pieces of paper to their head, and that's why it fell? Like, I don't get it. Why do people? I think it's a contribution to it. I mean, How? think of lead is a can make you go crazy. It, the it Roman Empire didn't fall because people got stupid and crazy. I think that's part of it. No. Okay, Tim. It fell well. Basically, the precursor was the, um, what, Plague Sorry, of the Antonines? And, and then it was just they started letting the barbarians in, and they let them have their own, you know, groupings of... Basically, they integrated them as whole tribes into the army because they had less native people to recruit because they all went to the Latifundia to work. 
And then the tribes integrated into the army, formed their own power blocks. And that's why the Western Roman Empire broke off into the successor kingdoms. I don't see how that could have Definitely anything to do with lead. Okay, you're right. You're right. You're right. But um, you're right. It was the lead. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. What was that one king? The, the, the was it? It was Nero, right? He's Ew. the one, Nero. Yeah, Emperor Nero. Uh-huh. Uh huh. He was the one that had like that humongous sex orgy. Uh, I think that was most of them. No, but but the, what they he purposely made the senators. Uh, wives and mothers. You're probably thinking of Caligula. Was it Caligula? Yeah, it was that was Caligula. the famous thing where oh, he bangs all the senators' wives and yeah. stuff. So I think the guy who made Penthouse, the, the magazine, mm. he made this movie called Caligula, uh-huh. and it was like super pornographic and all this stuff. It was like over the top and terrible. And mm-hmm. when Netflix had it out, they had the edited version, and I was like, "What's the point of even watching this?" Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but <laughs> the reason why I'm bringing this up and how this is coming back to the main topic is that Hugh Hefner died. Yeah. Uh huh. So. Um, I don't know. Like, I kind of had like a half and half view of Hugh Hefner. I don't have any view of him. It's okay, whatever. I just, I just think it's interesting. Like his his empire was built on objectifying women. Uh huh. You know what I mean. But at the same token, I don't know. I guess of the sleazy magazines, Playboy was a sleazy listlessness. I get sleazy, 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 Yeah, there you go. That's there the word go. I'm looking sleazy for. Sleazy <laughs> Um. I don't know. Like I never, and I, I mean, like I never really, obviously, was a big proponent of it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just totally right. You got all the magazines. That's what all millennials do, right? They, just, they just collect magazines <laughs> like an old medium of pornography. <laughs> no, but but you know, I, I think in a couple of years it's going to be ironically appreciated. Yeah, right, right, exactly. I do appreciate though. Um, I know it sounds so. Um, uh, what do you call it? counterintuitive and contrived and actually like as if someone's lying but uh-huh. i did like read when when there was one around the articles were kind of witty yeah i'm not gonna lie like style wittiness or, mm-hmm. or the, the, the commentary and things like that i don't know like I, it's a gentleman's magazine i rather mm. i much rather read gq to be fairly honest i wouldn't you. read any of them but okay you wouldn't read any magazine not a, not like some men's, what, what would be your what would your style. Means, what would you well what would your be a magazine you would like to read if there was some like, like literary magazine you would be the New Yorker it's, maybe I guess it's okay I, I read their news articles sometimes they're decent I just feel like the new I don't like the idea of like or what, is it the New Yorker what, what's that what's that like quarterly publication that shows you like ep- excerpts of like new books and stuff is that the New Yorker it, it might be the New Yorker I don't know I just couldn't see myself like reading. Like excerpts of new, of new book. I don't know. I never was yeah. really into that. You know what I, I mean? Like you. it wasn't uh-huh. really a thing I was into. Um, but yeah, Hugh Hefner's dead, and I think, I think what people are really kind of perturbed about to a degree is where he's, where his um, mausoleum or where his catacomb is going to be or whatever. What's that? It's going to be right next to Marilyn Monroe. Huh. He literally he was able to buy the rights to it in the nineties. Huh. That's funny. And people people say that like Marilyn Monroe was kind of like annoyed that she didn't get paid a lot of money for the first shooting of playboy yeah. and that she was like she didn't know i don't know how true it was that she didn't know what was going to happen but i don't think didn't anyone know what was going to happen I, I i i think i think the context is she didn't know it would get that big you know oh, what i mean like yeah. obviously it took the world by storm uh-huh. like it was huge um and it made her career so she obviously do you think it made, really did make her oh career? i have no idea but it was significant wasn't well, it? well i guess i mean she in she, the end it made her millions and millions suicide, of dollars like, i think maybe 15 years later though it's a long time that's not a long time at all. Uh, anyways, okay. <laughs> the point is, I think people were perturbed by that, like the whole okay. idea of the guy that kind of objectified women, women uh-huh. like, like purposely mm-hmm. got his like mausoleum or whatever is where he's okay. Gonna but okay, so he objectified women. 
but the women he objectified said, hey, I want to be part of this business venture. And they well, accepted I mean, money to be part no, of no, it. No, no, no. I mean, like, I'm... Again, with I'm not. I don't really want to get into the whole is porno or or is the adult industry morally correct and is it is it justifiable if women want to be part of it? Like uh-huh. I, I don't really don't want to get into that today. But I've always teetered on on like whether that that's acceptable or whether there's a moral standing to be taken for it or what uh-huh. have you. All I'm saying is that Hugh Hefner's dead. I kind of like the guy's jib. I guess jib, his you jib. know have you ever seen him like in his old the old sixties and seventies like like attire yeah, yeah. like I always uh-huh. thought that was kind of glamorous and pretty cool mm-hmm. uh, but then again you got to think back that his whole fortune's built on some sort of sleazy enterprise like well that's a lot of things out there yeah no regardless what isn't sleazy I guess you're right the oil industry is less sleazy Wall Street's less sleazy I guess you're, that's it's true. all pretty sleazy it's just that they just they just don't show it as much and they, they have more for clothes sandal on. production. Sandal production that's, that's is like an a pristine industry. Profession, yeah. <laughs> making them sandals. <laughs> oh man, very good human rights record. Did you hear about uh, that reporter from Copenhagen? No. What about it? Uh, they found her head. Kim Walls. Oh, I don't. I I'm not familiar with this story. I really? did hear like something, like I heard a little bit about it, but I don't know any of the background. So, long story short, there was this a journalist called Kim Wall. She wanted to do a news article on this guy who was uh, made his own submarine or whatever mm. so she leaves to go off and do this thing six hours later she doesn't get back home his her boyfriend calls her missing and then they later find that uh the guy who had the submarine the submarine sank and that they he was uh trying to get saved uh in the harbor of po- copenhagen uh-huh. and then they asked where's kim he's all like uh she uh died or something or uh uh uh, uh. he couldn't answer the question yeah, really uh-huh. turns out they find her bot her decapitated torso uh-huh. legs arms head all off just Whoa. the torso up on the shores and then he said Yikes. oh i didn't kill her i didn't kill her okay what happened then well um didn't say anything then later on he says well the hatch slammed on her head and uh-huh. then she died and then I wanted to give her a proper burial, and I was trying to commit suicide afterwards. And well, the torso had stab wounds. I don't in buy it. this story. No, David. of course not. <laughs> no, of course not. So they had stab wounds in the stomach and stab wounds to her oh, genitalia. Wow. Genitalia. This guy's something else. And he still denies that he did it. And now, what's the big key piece is they finally found her head and her limbs, hmm. which her whole body's there. So the cause of death, albeit. Even though it was underwater for a very long period of time, I wonder. I hope that they'd be able to find it. Will be more easily found out, like or or, mm. or, or ascertained. So uh, another interesting fact is they were speculating that perhaps maybe this was correlated with another murder of the, of a woman that was found decapitated with her torso and limbs cut off as well. It was a Japanese tourist wow. in the 1970s uh, or 1980s rather. Uh, way back, way back, yeah. This, like it's the submarine guy. No, so, well, I, I doubt it. Cause some oh, or it's like he heard it was a big story. He heard about it. Might be, but it, it definitely wouldn't be him because he was like fourteen at the time when it happened. Hmm. Back in the first, the first one. What's so. this guy's background? He's just some, some weird. Freak? Yeah, the guy's name is. Um, God, what is his name? I'm trying to look it up right now. Hmm. Um, Mr. Madison, I guess. Well, Peter Madison. A, Peter Madison. 46 there's a year red old. Flag. Yeah, 46 years old. Uh, like, I don't know, like one of those weird enthusiast guys, you know what I yeah. mean? Um, but he denies doing any wrongdoing. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then what's crazy, this girl is like a journalist. Who, she's been to like war-torn countries and survived. Uh-huh. And you go into some man's submarine and <laughs> God knows what's going to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's it's how it is. Freaking crazy. She's a pretty woman. Yeah. It's a terrible what thing. A story. Yeah. What a story. You didn't hear that, though? 
I like. I kind of heard something. It was big. I didn't I look was follow- into it. I was following this. Like, thing. was it yesterday? No. Well, they or just like- found the decapitated um, head hmm. and limbs, but the body. It's. Speaking of, I want to ask you something. Yeah, what's up, man? So yesterday it was a big thing, and I saw you posting about it. on Oh Facebook, my god! I don't know. Don't what get it, me started. I don't know. Don't what it's get about. me started. I have no clue. Can you explain it? All it. we ever wanted, Tim. The whole point of any of this was for the Szechuan sauce. Okay, we uh, wanted the Szechuan sauce. They didn't give us the Szechuan sauce, and now we're not going to get the Szechuan sauce. Why did? Why do people want? Because this that's sauce? what the whole point of Rick and Morty is all about, Tim. Is to get oh, the oh Szechuan my god, sauce. it's freaking Rick and Morty. Yes, it's Rick and Morty. Now I'm definitely never going to watch that freaking Tim. Show. It was all about the Szechuan oh, man, sauce. The Szechuan, what? So is it like some dumb joke on one of the dumb episodes? So. There, <laughs> This is why Rick and Morty is amazing. They can yeah, make uh-huh. one reference in one episode and literally make a multi-billion dollar corporation mm-hmm. bring back a freaking dipping McNugget sauce that premiered in the 1998 showing of Mulan. It was literally a 20-year-old recipe for a uh-huh. dipping sauce, which some speculate was really just sweet and sour sauce repackaged in a Mulan packaging. Yeah. And they, they brought it back. For a very super limited time offer. And I'll tell you this right now, though. Tell it. People were pissed on how it came out. Wow. So, um, I don't know, ladies and gentlemen, if you have been involved in the, in, the, in the Szechuan scandal here, but Rick and Morty had made a reference to to the Szechuan sauce saying that the whole show is based on trying to get back the Szechuan sauce. And it was a promotional uh, McNugget dipping sauce for this movie, Mulan, that was made in 1998. Hmm. Uh, people found packets of this, like, I guess collectors had it, and they, they were selling for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Wow. There was a vat of it sold for $15,000 uh, in August. Crazy. You know who bought it? Who? Dead Mouse. There was that, 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 oh, the, that guy. Yeah, yeah. Huh? So, um, so then... McDonald's said, okay, we'll bring you back super limited time offer to select areas, okay? Uh So select – there's only seven McDonald's in the state of Pennsylvania that were carrying the sauce. They also were giving away limited edition posters, which I believe they had these little small posters with stickers Uh that uh, showcased all of their their sauces. Um, But then there was – uh, a very limited edition poster that they only only made 1,000 of. Hmm. That poster right now, and they're all numbered, like actual artwork numbered. They're, they're going for about $500. The, the actual dipping sauce, uh-huh. I did the math. So what the screwed up thing is this. They only allowed 20 to 60 dipping sauce packets hmm. per store that was given. That's... The ability to have it. <laughs> so they spent all this time and money marketing this stupid freaking Szechuan sauce. Yeah. And then they only allow per state, and, I, and some states didn't even get it. I'm going to say around maybe 700. No, no, That's not dumb. even. They could have made good money off this because well, they yeah. could have marketed as the great chicken nugget dipping sauce. Yeah. They could have sold tons of chicken nuggets. Well, they only let you buy it if you had to buy their special limited edition chicken tender, buttermilk chicken tenders. Like, the whole thing was stupid. The mo- oh, that's a good idea. Well, the thing is that was really annoying is that they – so, in the McDonald's that I went to in Philadelphia, because there was three in Philadelphia. And actually, there was one near you. Um, that's why I called you yesterday, but you didn't pick up. Uh, oh. Or Friday. It doesn't matter. Oh. Um, you could have made a million dollars. They gave out 60 tickets at the beginning of it, uh-huh. okay? But they didn't tell – How much t- are they going for now? Well, hold on. They gave us 60 tickets, but they wouldn't tell us what the tickets f- were for. So we waited two hours in line. I don't even like McDonald's. Mm-hmm. Two hours in line, 
and then only to be told an hour after they started selling it, oh, by the way, if you didn't get a ticket, you're not going to get the sauce, but we're still selling regular food. Go screw yourself. Wait, didn't you get a ticket? No. Oh. That's the thing. Everyone's so annoyed. Like They, they hyped it up. They made it sound so big. And then all of a sudden, they say to you, oh, after waiting three hours and after an hour us knowing you probably weren't going to get the sauce, yeah, you're not going to get the sauce. Everybody in that line just left. Like uh-huh. I'm talking about around the block near Temple University – Nobody wa- I was like, what's the point? There's literally no point. So the limited edition poster that had only a thousand printings of it, which is individually numbered, is going for right now five hundred dollars. Mm. A sauce packet is going close to around two hundred dollars. Mm. And um all the other junk that's going with it, the small little poster, maybe maybe around a hundred dollars. It wouldn't have been worth doing. For no. just two hundred dollars, no. I wouldn't subject no. myself. People were staying there, to... oh, getting there around seven AM. Like no, it, it, it no. wasn't worth it. Now, if you had like your roommates with you and everything, uh-huh. like if you if the, like a group of people had roommates, then it would be really you, lame. You pay a month's rent just to wait in line. I think that'd be kind of wait cool. what? Like you like let's say you had like oh, six seven I people, you, you pay I a month's you rent. Mean. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, long story short, people are really ticked off about it. I don't know how negative or positive this is going to get, but you know what? Who's really laughing? Who? The creators of Rick and Morty. Yes, so. they literally, they literally will be all like, "So you idiots would stand in line for four hours and not <laughs> even get the dipping sauce." That's pretty funny. Uh, at least the internet's funny. very angry about this. As, I, as a matter of fact, and I hope, I hope our listeners are very angry about they this. Are. Um, they told me. They, 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 yeah, they, 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 they called they, me they, like the internet, like five we- five no, like just like five minutes before you got here. Mm-hmm. Our listeners, like they did, like you know, the three way call. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had like a 700 way call, (laughs) and they were like, Yo, Tim, I'm mad, yo. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't care. And I hung up on (laughs) him. That's why our viewership is so it's so, so loyal, skyrocketing. Right. To the way Tim Tim deals with our public our social media accounts. That's right. But yeah, that's what happened with the Szechuan sauce. I mean, I think what too is that gets me angry is that I got so hyped for it, and it was just a big troll moment. Yeah, it was like, uh and I got caught in it. That's but I would, so do it, stupid, I would do it again. If they had a lot, they could have sold a lot of their freaking buttermilk things. Very bad and marketing. Maybe people would like very, it. very bad now, marketing. Now, probably those buttermilk whatevers, they have a negative uh, connotation towards them. Yeah. No one's going to want them because yeah. they're mad. Yeah, I won't buy buttermilk it's whatever. Like, this is what screwed me over. I'm not right. buying it. Exactly. No, I, it's 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 perturbing. It really is. It just yeah. it just really grinds my gears. Grinds your gears. And I'm. I just I just wanted it for the sh- for the for the for the sheer fact of ha 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 we we got a multi billion dollar corporation yeah. to do this so mm-hmm. unfortunately Tim it did not happen the way it was I uh. actually was going to come into this episode a lot more angry but I've come and made my peace with it because I've been playing a lot of Age of Empires and I've been winning a lot oh that's good so I've been actually pretty happy about nice. that um, but yeah it's 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 just one of those damn marketing things that get really annoyed yeah the last episode of Brick and Morty however wasn't that great. Huh. It was the last episode of the season. Yeah. Um, I have I did watch the Orville episode oh, previous yeah. of last Thursday, not the not the current one. That just so came the out. one with the floating space station. Yeah, that's a good episode. It was right? a very very good episode, and yeah. I and I could definitely t- see what you were saying when you were saying about the whole like jokes were kind of off. Yeah, that episode specifically, the jokes were the jo- really off. But the other like oh, yeah. serious portion yeah, of the episode sure. was really good. For sure, it was. But re- the jokes were not. Good. No, no, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. The, the newest episode I did watch. Which the, was the newest one that just came out? The most newest, yeah. yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Those, the jokes are especially good. Ah, uh, okay, The cool. serious part is okay, but it's like a total rehash of a Next Generation episode. Oh, uh, which one? Um, It's one where they have a, tr- where they have a um, time traveler, 
and he comes, I, I forget if it's back in time or future in time, to collect artifacts that he sells in his own time. Do you remember that? No, I don't, I don't remember. It's a rehash of that. Okay, okay. Well, but, then maybe I'll the, like it better. The because... comedy aspect was re- probably the best one they've had. I think, I think, did you watch all of them yet? No, I didn't watch, I watched one, I haven't watched two and three. Three's then not, I watched four. Three is weird. Two is okay, and uh-huh. four um, is the best. Four is actually really good. Yeah, and then five. Comedy wise, the, the five is so the best. far. Yeah, I'm 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 ready and rearing for this. Have you watched the new Star Real Star Trek? Yet? I have not. You're I not honestly, missing anything. I, I'm not, I don't have time. I'm it's just not Star so Trek busy. at all. No, probably not. It's not. Oh man, we're nerds. Yeah, I'm t- that's why I don't understand why. I think you don't like Rick and Morty because people like Rick and Morty. Maybe that's, I think that's why you don't. There's like just Rick a certain Morty. something about it. It's witty. It's it very existential. It's very existential. It's and, like people and are they, too. And they make McDonald's and they make McDonald's. Uh, people are too enthusiastic about liking. That's it. why. That's why you don't like it. I can under. Likes it. Li- no, it's not like people like it. It's fine to like things. Just like it. But something about Rick and Morty. The people who like it, they're like, it's my identity to like it. And it's I like not my it identity I'm so to like smart. it. I don't, I don't say not that. I'm saying you, but okay. there's a lot of people out there. Well, many, what, many what, such cases. What I can't wait for is when FLCL 2 comes out. That's going to be sweet. It's, honestly, you and I are sitting down and yeah, watching we're it, watch it episode for episode. Yeah. We have to. It's do a, do it's we know a, when it's coming out? It's 2018, but I don't know exactly uh-huh. when in 2018. I yeah. know that they're making another X-Men movie. I think it's coming out in 2018 or mm-hmm. 19. Um, I'm very excited. That one... App I was telling you about, by the way, though. Um, Grinder. <laughs> <laughs> You're awful. Okay. okay uh, <laughs> I wonder how that conversation would actually be in like an alternative universe. <laughs> Tim, I found this new app. I can meet some. Got to try it out. I can meet some really interesting people. <laughs> oh God, I hate you. Um, what was I saying? Oh no, app. the movie pass. Now that, I don't remember you telling me about this. The movie pa- oh, I remember, yeah. The movie uh-huh. pass, yeah. The, the way to uh, be able to go to the movie theaters, uh, you get a limit to one movie a day, but mm-hmm. it's only $10 a month, and it's it's blowing up. It's like 500,000 500, subscribers wow. already. No, it is a good deal. It's a great deal. It's a good deal for the everyone but the film distributors, really. Um, right? Well, no, it's a good deal for everyone. Because the... The film distri- distri- uh, distributors... No, okay, so what's it called? The movie theaters pay the film distributors. Yeah. They sell the tickets. That's not where they make their money. They make their money on overcharged food. Yeah. So this brings more people in. They lose money on tickets, but since more people are coming in, and they probably feel, oh boy, I saved that money. Now I can really splurge on exactly. the crappy exactly. overpriced food. Exactly. That's so how yeah, it works. it's a good... Essentially, movies should be free to get in, and then you just pay for the snacks. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I, I mean? so. Obligatory. You must buy three snacks to get into this movie. <laughs> Um, I think AMC is the one that's like probably gonna sue because they were trying to put out a system similar to that. But sorry, oh, buddy. Sorry, they buddy. Their own yeah. Sorry, thing that you, only worked. You, you had twenty five years. Yeah, really. To do this, how can they sue? Someone else had the idea. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's just like AMC. Block I'm block. sure can choose not to participate. But they are. Then people almost will take every, their business elsewhere. Almost every theater because it's a franchise. Almost yeah. every theater is is participating in it. It's it's just. It's oh a, yeah, yeah. That's right. Oh, they're trying to sue their franchisees not to take part. No, they're. Doing the actual app That's creator stupid. who made Netflix, by the way. It's, <laughs> yeah, they're going to win like, that this one. Guy, this guy is smart. He's going to be the next yeah. Steve Jobs type uh-huh. like entrepreneur. It's just smart, smart way of going about doing things. Yeah. Good for him, man. Good for him. I wish I had the idea. Yeah. Speaking of great ideas. What's up? Global exploration. I was thinking about that. What? Uh, like searching the sea more. 
the like the bottoms of the sea. Yeah. What's down there? I don't know. What's down there? Nothing. I don't know. I prehistoric creatures. Freaking octopus with the top hat. What's down there? <laughs> I, I, I just <laughs> I just think we we spend more money we, we spend more money in space exploration than we do with our own. We need to do. Ocean. We need to spend much more money on space exploration. Well, yes, but I also want to know what's going on with the ocean. I guess, but it's boring. No, we could find like a like a like a treasure chest or something. <laughs> We're going to spend billions and billions of dollars on the sea, bottom of the sea technology yes. to find a treasure chest that's worth $2,000. Yes. Okay. I, I, I want to do this. Maybe the alien <laughs> civilizations live down there. I don't Maybe, know. Maybe. That's true. So what about world, ex- or world exploration? Blah, 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 We're coming blah, blah. up on a day celebrating a certain individual named Christopher Columbus. Uh, that's right. That's Monday, Colombo. isn't it? It's Monday. Yeah. That's right. Quite a guy. I was How supposed do you to be feel? Bo- I was supposed to be born on Christopher Columbus Day. Really? That, yeah, I stayed in my mother's womb for another two or three weeks or something. Wow. And that's actually they say that the uh, children who stay in their parents' wombs longer hmm. um, are actually are, have a higher intelligence statistically. I can believe it for sure. I can believe that they say because you're you're developing yep. more, uh-huh. you get more nutrition, yep. nutri- uh, nutrients rather, mm-hmm. um, and it's just they just they just found that those who stay in longer just are just smarter. Yeah, I can believe it. I was I was in there for three four days, three or four weeks more. You know, it's really interesting about this like time of the year when you're born or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. People born in August, August are through in no, generally August much through. less successful in life. Yep, but those born in um, what do you call it? Uh, from I think late September to early November, uh, have a higher chances of being smart and statistically more successful as well. Late September, really? They say the reason because of this is that oh, because they just missed out on the deadline, so now they start school and they're like almost a whole year ahead developmentally. Nope, biologically, um, they had during their during the the, the prime the, the I think the second trimester of their conception oh. more nutritious foods to eat for the mother. That to can't eat be true them. anymore. Yeah. Well, think about it. I mean, diets aren't seasonal anymore. They are, actually, if you think about it. Not in any meaningful sense. I think so. When a bag of clementines right now costs me $8, when it would cost me... I got a bag of clementines right over there. Yeah, I know. Those are very expensive uh, at this time of year. I paid like four bucks. Those are, okay, okay, all right. Hold, oh, wait, they're mandarin let, oranges. Yeah, hold okay, on, Tim. Okay, all right, okay, let, okay. Let, we're stopping okay, okay. whatever I was about to say <laughs> about this. Tim, no, I know what a clementine is. <laughs> a mandarin effing orange okay. is not a clementine. I, I bet you they say seedless on there, but I guarantee you, you're going to get a crap ton I of seeds. I had one and had no seeds. Give me one now. now okay, I, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to eat this. I know what a clementine is. Let me read the packaging. Come here, come here. Mandarin orange, and I guarantee you, they're a pain in the ass to open too. A clementine doesn't do that. A cl- All right, hold on. <laughs> what are we looking at? Hold on. Find seedless. Does it say seedless on this thing? It doesn't say seedless. So it's anywhere. saying it does. So these are not seedless. All right, eat some. All right, get at okay, it. Okay, they, they feel harder. Tim, hold this. Hold, put it in my mouth. Yeah. Okay. No, put it right there. All right. So I'm trying to open. It feels this. harder. Here, okay. put it in my the, mouth. Okay. The peeling aspect. Okay. This is so easy. No, it's not. This is not as okay. It's a little easier than than I would have thought actually. All right. <laughs> so a clementine is much different than a mandarin orange. A mandarin okay, I know. orange comes closer to my mouth. People need to hear me when I'm doing this. No, not that close. So a mandarin orange. Okay. They these these things are I like to eat better than 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 oranges because yeah, same. They're, they're easier, easier to, to peel. Exactly uh-huh. right. And so this is actually a pretty big mandarin. All right, so I'm going to put this in my mouth. Oh. Man, what'd you get, Luce? Um, I got them at Acme. You said $4? Yep, uh-huh. They uh, were on well, sale. Pretty good, right? What I was saying. Well, there you have it. Well, well this is a phenomenon. 
This hasn't always been this way. Hmm. Back in the day, we weren't. Even, ladies and gentlemen, this is what you this is what you tuned into. <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, you wanted to hear me eat clement. <laughs> Mandarin oranges. On, you on, always on. said the one thing you wanted to do to like broadcast to the world and make your name were video blogs of you eating food. The crazy thing about that though is that yeah. these pretty Korean girls are doing that. And oh making millions no! Of dollars. Oh jeez! I had the idea like ten years ago. You could have been eating that food. I'm not a pretty Korean girl. Yeah. Um, anyways, so what I was saying is that um, back in the day, there was less abundance. Of good foods and healthy and nutritious foods, or well, yeah. or a wide uh-huh. abundance of foods to eat during the winter. So those who had children during the uh, during their second trimester, uh, during the summer months when uh-huh. there's more abundance and selection of foods, those children had better nutrients to be able to eat. Furthermore, maybe yes, in today's age you can have almost anything depending on where you go. However, mm-hmm. are we socioeconomically able to do that for all families? And the answer is no. So I don't know that anyone is nutritionally deprived. I think so. Hardly for, anyone. For, for good foods, that is, yeah. I don't think so. I think so. I mean, the pro- most of the problem people have with diet isn't any nutritional deficient deficiency, but an overabundance of calories. Like, even if you eat just regular American food, there's enough of, you know, vitamins and anything else in there that you're not nutritionally deprived of anything. The problem is that people eat too many calories. Well, the point is, is that I read a study... It said people who, uh, close to my mouth, people who um, were born between September, late September, early November, live longer. Period. Like, yeah, they, I can they, believe they that. That's a, probably because they miss the, they just missed the cutoff to start live school. Longer. What does that have to do with school? Because they go to school, they do better in school because they're more developmentally advanced, and they go to college and they make more money. That's why. I don't think so. Because yeah. Tim, that's not how school systems always worked back in the day. What are we talking about back in the day? So, so a person that lived to a hundred. So we're thinking years ago. Like no. hundred, hundred, a hundred years ago. People who were born a hundred years ago, I guess. Yeah. Even that, I can more believe. A hundred years ago, two hundred years ago, I can believe this was true. Long. All right. Long either past. way. Either way. Thanks for the Clint or Mandarin. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna eat one now. So anyway, Christopher Columbus. Oh right, 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 right. So this character came over from Spain, discovered America, blah blah blah. But that was Portugal. Portugal. Wait. No, Isabel, I don't think, I don't know. I think he tried Portugal first. Yeah, he tried Portugal, and and they told him to get out of here, and Spain did it. Yeah, that must, for sure, that's it. But, wasn't so good for the natives. No. So now we have many, many people claiming that Christopher Columbus is a terrible person, and by our standards, probably he was like anyone hundreds of years ago was, like literally almost anyone. So therefore, we shouldn't celebrate him, and we should denigrate him. Or we shouldn't at least lionize him and make a hero out of him because he was just some European who sailed somewhere where people already were and killed them all. What do you think? Do you have opinions? Uh, I'm Italian. Yeah. Um, oh, I just watched this morning the um, Sopranos yeah, episode. Yeah, I love that. That's I a great that. episode. It's, it is one of the best episodes. It's, it's hilarious. It's absolutely hilarious. Ladies and gentlemen, we're speaking of this uh, uh, show, The Sopranos. There was an episode where Columbus Day was a bone of contention in the uh-huh. series. And the mobsters got really ticked off, and like I don't know, like it's just it was, take a watch. I love the you beginning can get a YouTube where, clip where of they're it. all talking about it. Yeah, and they're like Columbus. Columbus is great, and then Furio's yeah. there, and, but he hates Columbus because he's from the north. Yeah, I hate the north. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So, any case, I, I mean, I'm Italian, and uh-huh. um, we don't have any holidays, I think, other than Columbus Day, to be nope, honest with you. I guess not. We don't. Um, I wouldn't mind that being changed to Italian-American Heritage Day. Why? What's the point of that? That's so stupid. I, think, that, I think that's the bigger bone of contention. I honestly don't think anyone cares about Columbus. I, I don't care about Columbus. I don't care, care about Columbus, about Columbus I don't but care we should Columbus. have a Columbus Day because we've always had a Columbus Day. And he was I, the man. I, don't, I think it's a dumb argument. He was the man who initiated the European exploration slash conquest slash settling of the saying, Americas. I'm not saying that Columbus had his strong suits, and it's admirable that he chose to do something that crazy. Okay. Um, however, I think the way in which you know that history is connotated today i think causes more issue than needs to be again it goes back to my whole it doesn't bother me i don't feel strongly enough about this topic to really care to keep it so if it makes people feel bad then so be it i'll just take it away however i would like the 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 holiday to be changed to uh, an italian heritage day um and I understand Native People's Day is also on the table as well. Um, but I still think we should need an Italian heritage holiday. I'm sorry. Italian-Americans built – I mean, everywhere you go. What does that mean, Na- Italian-American Day? Like, that's so weird. Throughout history – What's St. Patrick's Day? Shut up, Tim. At least Shut up about t- a person. He won't admit it. He won't admit it. You're right. What's St. Patrick's it's Day? It's just to get drunk and dress in green. You're uh, right. No, no it's, a, it's an Irish-American okay. holiday. Okay. But it's St. Patrick's Day. It's not called Irish-American Day, which is stupid. Throughout history, Every, there have always Tim, been no celebrations. Gonna, no one's going to bag on St. Patrick. Okay? There have always Hick, been that guy ce- was actually a good guy. There have always been celebrations and days of rever- revelry and whatnot. Uh-huh. And they've always been about someone a saint or a king or a great person or something. Not necessarily. We have President's ever... Day now. Yeah, now. But when was there ever freaking like a day dedicated to an ethnic group? It's so weird. Who cares? I care. It's America. <laughs> <laughs> You're eating your clementine like a rum. <laughs> That's um, how I feel about your argument. I, I Honestly, it doesn't matter. America's a changing country. I mean, think about it this way. Do you think there would have been a freaking St. Patrick's Day in 1780? Probably not. No, of course not. Probably not. Would there, would, so it doesn't matter. And history Columbus Day is like every history of all these stupid holidays. It, it was bad history, and they just said, let's make it into a big thing. Italian-Americans okay. wanted to be part of the American culture, okay? Uh-huh. And they said, oh, hey, hey, there was a... There was a well, no, there, Christopher Columbus was always well-regarded by an American. You know, I mean... Not, not no, really. No, back in... Um, not back when, really. Back in Tim. the revolution times when, when um, people were considering what to name America, Columbia was a big idea. It was a Freaking revolutionary District time. of Columbia. Right, but I'm saying, yes. But the it name wasn't, of Columbus was always lionized. He wasn't, he, believe me, no, but it wasn't to, he wasn't to the degree in which it is now. Not mm. even close, okay? Um, it, was, it was Italian-Americans trying to make a piece of pie, a piece of pie, mm. uh, in America to be considered to be part of the American dream and said, hey, your founding person, quote-unquote, was an Italian. And then they're like, oh, that makes sense. Let's make it into a holiday. Okay. It started in New York, and then it just spread all over the freaking place. Uh-huh. Uh, I get the reasoning for it. It was, a nat- it was an ethnic group mm-hmm. trying to make a, a, a piece of American culture part of their culture as well and even though it didn't say italian american heritage day it was an italian american excuse me heritage day uh-huh. okay that was the reasoning for that 
I don't think Columbus necessarily was the forefront of person of saying, oh, man, great, 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 great. It was more like, hey, he, in your history, in your country, uh, Italians, Italian man was part of it. And we're uh-huh. Italian, we're American. Hmm. And I think that was what the main emphasis was. Nowadays, I don't think it's so much so that it means enough to me as a person that um, that Columbus has to be my identity. I don't really consider Columbus an identity of an Italian American. I really don't. I really don't. Mm-hmm. I will say that it's in, it, it, Italian Americans were a huge part in this country during the turn of the century. Okay, and I'm proud of that piece that we we were the people that helped build America. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, so so were the Irish. So were the Germans. You know, what I mean these these people that were not welcomed here. And I think that's part of our narrative as an American people that we are built upon immigrants. Now, I understand why people would feel frustrated, however, when Columbus is the, the, the centerpiece of that narrative uh-huh. because it is the narr- it is the holiday's name. And that's where I go back to, I don't care enough about that topic or that person particularly to keep the holiday named as is. I rather, no, I care about it. It should be named as is. I don't think so. Because I think why? That, that why? was the person. So what? No, that, but the person doesn't matter. That wasn't the point of the holiday. The po- I just said the point of the holiday was Italian-American heritage. Yeah, but that we don't even need Italian American heritage. Then we don't need St. Patrick's Day because they're totally into. Then we don't need St. Patrick's Day, Tim. Okay, St. Patrick's Day isn't called Irish American Day. I don't care. Shut shut up, Timmy. Oh my God, I hate you so much. Okay, but this goes into a larger point. What does it go into? Some time ago, recently, there was a poll taken in the United Kingdom. Terrible country, but there was a poll. (laughs) (laughs) There was a poll taken in the United Kingdom. Right, right, right. That asked, "How do you feel about Britain's colonial past?" Uh-huh. And, like, a small minority said they were proud of it, and it was a good thing. And ever since then, like, the Guardian newspaper and all these liberal left-wing news sources have been, you know, pulling their hair out of their heads and saying, Britain needs to confront its colonial past, and our education system needs to let everyone know the travesties and awfulness of colonialism and blah, blah, blah. Right. So, what do you feel about the idea that a nation's education system, a big part, a big goal of it— should be to let its citizens know how bad its country's history was. I think it's the way in because which Because that's the way it's framed. I think it's... Well, I don't and, know... And also, who does this but Western Europeans? Could you even imagine China saying, we need to make sure all our middle school and high school students know the terrible things China did in its past? Could you imagine Japan doing it? Korea? India? Russia wouldn't do it, right? I, uh, Why is it like it's just like Western Europeans? I think I think the the piece of this is that are we going to deny the fact that it happened? Are, we, are you? De- I, I, I'm going to ask you this: Are you denying that it was bad and that it happened? I and mean, that's my question first. No. So okay, if, you done, if you're not denying that uh-huh. it was bad and that it didn't happen, okay, should we then forget it or no, should no, we no, talk no, no. about it? But I'm asking it, a question. Should we forget it or should we talk about okay, it? Okay, what does talk about it mean? No, I'm asking. Should we forget it or should we educate our, 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 our population about what... One should, you should educate them on the okay, history. Okay, so then the question then comes down to... Because okay. we established uh-huh. that, A, there are bad things that have been done in the uh-huh. past in, in our country and other countries. Mm-hmm. B, we should not forget about it and, uh-huh. and that it should be taught and it should be explained. Uh-huh. C, the bone of contention, like anything else... Is how are we going to do that, and, and into what light should we do it in? I think you should present it in as positive a light as you can. What you shouldn't, you shouldn't totally. Let's back ignore, up for a second. No, Let's, you shouldn't totally ignore negative aspects of it. But the purpose. So, okay, so you're the UK. You have history of your country as your curriculum. Uh-huh. You have the colonial imperial 
colonial imperial period is part of that history. Correct. The presentation of that history should not be explicitly, let's look at how this was bad. You can have moments in that How many moments? I don't know. But anything that was bad can be acknowledged. But the general ideological framework of the presentation of that point of history should not be normative, this was bad. I think I think the bone of contention is how is it how is it portrayed? I don't I, I think there's going to be and this is this goes far beyond whether bad or good is going to be the history. It's about uh-huh. history in general. Yeah. This is a topic matter that's been going on since primary education. Yeah. What are we going to teach as history? Because, what, what should be the emphasis? Think of this. It has nothing to do. This is not a new phenomenon, Tim. Uh-huh. I hope you know this, right? That, yeah, well, this I know. is not new. Like uh-huh. not even new in the in the last century. Uh-huh. It's not new. It's the idea of what should be taught in schools uh-huh. or what should be taught to our youth. What should the narrative be? Mm-hmm. And honestly, you know, given the fact that the majority of America isn't white anymore. Uh the majority of the world isn't going to be white in probably the next 50 60 70 years it probably makes sense that the majority of the world wants to be told hey that your past be it if you're an individual with a caucasian or 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 mixed racial disposition or what have you there are things that half of the half of your ancestors kill the other half of your ancestors and i think they're that's true and i think that needs throughout Every I know that, but I think ever. it's becoming more pervasive now than ever because we're not being so homo- hom- homogenized uh-huh. anymore. We are not. We are going to be very much more integrated within different races because of a global economy, because of travel, because of technology. And the 100 years ago or 200 years ago, that history is becoming more prevalent because that's not that far long ago. Obviously, a country isn't going to talk about what happened during Egyptian times where their people were ostracized or, or taken from the Egyptian government or what have you uh-huh. you know what i mean because people weren't integrating that fast and furthermore the history was so long ago you're right what would be the point of really bringing that up in such a possibly divisive way mm-hmm. however the way in which the world is now is that people are becoming more and more integrated culturally and more and more integrated uh, genetically and and through race and that these histories that were going on weren't too far long ago mm-hmm. i don't know to me when i see the histories being taught in schools or seeing the topic matter going or going about i don't consider it an affront to me as no, a person. No, I don't think it is as I don't it consider it also a detrimental a lot, viewpoint a... of what a country is bad or good. Uh-huh. And I'll end it with this uh, for, for, for this piece of it. I personally don't think if done, you know, balanced, uh-huh. it's wrong to say it was wrong to kill Native people. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I think that's what it really comes down to. And Christopher Columbus is a piece of that. Even if you want to get into the historiographical context of it, Christopher Columbus really really didn't kill that many no no if, no if at all to be completely, completely honest and the you. american natives they weren't sitting around you know smoking a pipe and playing handball right the, every civilization every group of humans anywhere through any time in any geographical space was unbelievably violent until right. just a couple think, hundred years ago i think what christopher columbus represents or at least of what it's being portrayed is he was the start of a terrible piece of history of okay, how but people, what do you mean terrible piece of history? How, because I, every I, I, piece of to. history was terrible. A Go terrible on. piece of history where literally an entire race of people uh-huh. vanished within a hundred years. Uh-huh. Literally an entire history of a human history uh-huh. was demolished within a hundred years. And I think that's what Christopher Columbus to many represents. He himself 
I think he did kill his his, his 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 he didn't order to have any of them killed from what I read from the historical documents and his journals and what have you. He didn't order a decimation of a people like Cortez did. Okay, uh-huh. uh, it was mostly his inability because he wasn't even a military leader. He was just some no, was stupid just explorer. Sailor, yeah, yeah. Uh, he couldn't control his men, and, uh-huh. and and you got a bunch of ingrid, you know, sailors that been you yeah. know eating eating brine for the past six months mm-hmm. you know what i mean and they see all these native people of course they're going to be bonkers okay yeah, uh-huh. i doubt they even were that well equipped to be the best of the best of the sailing fleet given the fact that they thought this was just a a, a, a death trap venture you know what i mean yeah they he, he, they almost even had uh they had one ship that got lost early mm. on in the fl- in, in, in 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 the venture and that there was almost even a mutiny as a mm. matter of fact uh-huh. because of Christopher Columbus's inept ability to be a leader yeah. uh he made no money off of this and he for, made he, he got he rich did, he did not he died a poor man uh, I I would want to look into that but okay uh, I'll accept it for now so they, and they in the end they didn't and they didn't call it Christopher they didn't call it Columbia they called it America uh-huh. because of a different map maker so he yeah. lost all fame and fortune <laughs> from all this crap he wasn't a great man he wasn't a great explorer but I think what's I like about the story of Christopher Columbus this is where it comes down to uh-huh. is the idea of a person with an idea to go and explore and against all odds against everyone saying he can't do it he did it that's what i like uh-huh. we have a lot of people like that that yeah. we can also look at and he only did it because he was wrong yeah you like know. no one thought that continent was there exactly and he was in a distinct minority in believing the world was much smaller than it was right and like if if he knew like if he thought the thing wasn't there but still knew how far europe is from west asia like there was no way he right. would have known. There was no way any right. any boat could make it. And there. I think what it comes down to is that you know, again, people are annoyed with it, this, or people are not happy with this being portrayed as a holiday. Heck, we don't even get off work anymore for Christopher Columbus Day. I do. Do you really? Yeah. God, I hate you. Hmm. Um, most people don't get off work on this holiday. They anymore. should. Yes, they should because it's still considered a national well, holiday. Well, maybe if we had more pride in our. Christopher Columbus history. Here's the thing. Call it whatever off. you want. As long uh-huh. as I get a day off, I don't okay, care. There you go. That's, that's my that's my but No, like I was saying, you said, okay, this it. Christopher Columbus inaugurated a terrible history. Well, okay, I'll uh, every time in history was bad. Okay, think of when the Romans um expanded and conquered the northern Europeans, right? Right, right. That was as terrible as of, of a thing as you can imagine. Hundreds, thousands, millions of people were enslaved. Tons of people were killed mercilessly, right? Yes. Well, what happened? It integrated Northern Europe into the me- into the more um, prosperous Mediterranean economy. Years later, you have the rise of Europe, unprecedented scientific technology and everything, right? Right. Okay. Europe expands and starts its colonial empire. Plenty of people die because it. Plenty of people are enslaved by it. As much violence and sorrow as you can possibly imagine. Right. What happens? Whole world economy becomes integrated. Everyone gets um, hooked up to the European economic and right. technological expansion. And now everyone's a million times better off than they would have been otherwise. I th- so there's no sense of morality to history. I think, and it's stupid to frame it that way. Well, I think I think it goes to one of those old standpoints. Try not to, to, to interpret history or judge individuals by the standards that we have now in modern society. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, There's pros and cons for, for what has happened in history. And we're here today through the blood of natives and the impoverished and those who were orchestrated against their wills to be and part everyone of, else. Part and of the native people who were here when we came here were there because through the blood of other natives in their past and which is true everywhere all at all time but i think what the point of this is that we need to recognize 
that this is a part of our history. We need to say it's bad because I think it is bad to, to take a people's lands. You can say that bad things happen, but you shouldn't say this whole thing was bad. I didn't say the whole thing was bad, but I think how we did it was bad. Okay. Giving, I, I'm sorry, giving chicken pox laden linens to uh, native people so they would die, which is biological warfare, is not good and it never was good, even if it led to globalization. No, uh-huh. that's not the way you do it. Uh-huh. That's not the way it should be done. Yeah. Okay. I'm not saying Christopher Columbus did that. I'm just saying that was done. And that's where that whole culmination of things happens and it is in the history of it. That's not good and it should be demonized. Because the way in which we interpret history, good or for bad, and how we have done things is how we're probably going to go forward and do things later on. Because who knows? Maybe a thousand years from now, we'll be colonizing other planets. Hmm. And those planets may be inhabited by other people. I would hope that we're not going to give linens or whatever we give that's laden in chemicals or diseases that's going to kill them off and we lose a part of at that point in time i don't know it wouldn't be human history it would be life's history mm-hmm. of, of of civilization there's yeah. so much loss but of course most of the natives died not because of any direct action against them but because of the germs and the pandemics correct that is true guns germans and steel did say that however cortez and others alike him did use that knowledge by giving disease-ridden linens to them to make sure that they did die uh-huh it's that's a pure fact and once they did kill all of them and they were dying from the sickness then they because they were weakened they went off and killed them because they knew they were a weaker enemy mm-hmm. furthermore they destroyed all these religious documents and all these scrolls and all these things it's just it's just a shame of human history lost now yeah it's, just, it's a shame because you know th- that was a, that that they were part of us, and now they're gone because of racism, bigotry, and ethnocentrism, which and, uh, happens to every I, civilization I, always. Tim, I, I think you're really trying to not hold on to that idea that this was shit, and doesn't matter whether or not it was complacent among all peoples. Yeah. But you got to, but you can't. But but when you yeah, say okay, when you I'm, say it like that, it makes uh-huh. it seem like you're making rationalizations for what happened. No, I'm addressing the ideological disposition that views history as a morality play in which the Western Europeans are the villain, which is a very I don't think, pervasive I don't think that's what that framework. When I hear the history like that, I don't look at it like that. Okay. I look a, at it I look it's at a it, pervasive framework. I don't I don't look at it like that. I look at this is what happened, this is terrible, we should recognize it, we should try to make amends to what me, me, amends to what we can possibly do and in the future try not to have it happen again. Uh-huh. It should be demonized. It mm-hmm. should be looked at as evil. It should be looked at as bad. Furthermore, if we do those things, it'll make for the future better. Individual acts should be looked in looked at as bad. But the whole history should be looked at as a historical process. I'm not saying that you can't look at it in a global perspective, but I will be saying that, you know, from well, arguments that I've heard from the other end of saying we shouldn't be demonizing X, Y, and Z, it doesn't, that's not what it sounds like. And that's not what it's coming out to be. It's almost as if, oh, yeah, we should have maybe like maybe a, a, one lesson about this, but then the rest of it should be all great. No, it's not going to be one lesson. A one lesson for millions of people? No, that's just stupid. That's just silliness. You know who but, needs a holiday? Who needs the a holiday? Polish. They oh. don't. Who who do they got? They got no one. The Polish are very well, very underrepresented, and yeah, not really, liked, you know. And I mean, they were a major force in, um, you know, the turn of the century. I think, I think there may be Polish. Why holidays. does no one think about the Polish? I think there may be Polish holidays in other countries. There wasn't a large population of the Poles here in the United States than there were Germans uh, and other ethnic groups. To be honest, mm. with. there was Polish clubs. Yeah, you know what I mean. But I don't think. The, the, that was a large population that came to Euro- to Europe. I think a lot of them went to England, actually. Mm. The Polacks, yeah. 
Um, Freaking Polacks. But but I will say this. You know, America is built on the backs of immigrants and uh-huh. on the backs of those before them, which was the natives, and the blood and sweat of all that that came about mm-hmm. from the slaves. Uh, we have a very unique history in that in a very short period of time we screwed over a lot of people and became very powerful doing so Uh and i think there is a moral responsibility for us to recognize that this just didn't happen because we were great people we Uh did this because it was a cutthroat business of survival like everywhere it was a cutthroat business of survival and by doing that we have be we were able to literally take a huge continent of land and just take it for all it's worth. Yeah. And because of that, we got we, we won the lottery in luck and we became the most powerful nation in the world. And I think mm-hmm. we need to recognize where that history comes from. Okay. So that's my that's my point and I'm sticking to it. And the, and you you bought mandarins, not clementines. So that should okay, be noted. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Whew, what a what, what a episode. day. I'll tell you, Szechuan sauce. Szechuan sauce. That got it that got the blood hot. It did. It did. But Tim, thank you so much for uh, chatting with me today. I'm 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 a little high from all the all the all the heated debates here. I'm a little oh, lightheaded. Yeah. I'm a little, a little lightheaded. They're gonna give some more clementines or Eat some clementines, some mandarin oranges. Get that, get that mandarin. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening today for this uh, this week's podcast. Tim and I love doing this for you guys. I, I hope you uh, are continue listening, and I hope you spread the word. Uh, we do appreciate this. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. We enjoy the comments that we get. I just, oh yeah, I had a friend just say, I I've seen you sober, and I've seen you not sober and you guys sound the same regardless because you're both crazy <laughs> and i love hearing you guys listen to our podcast i listen i love hearing you guys do your podcast uh, i want to thank all the patreon account um subscribe um, donators it's very appreciative of what you guys are doing we're thinking about buying some ad space in some universities mm. very busy lately been trying to get a handle on our my, well i've been busy lately yeah, it's apparently tim has been buying shoes and not and wearing sneakers yeah i've had this blister to deal with oh god it's god forbid me, it's putting me down man uh, and uh, please uh, like and follow us on Facebook. We have the Tim and Dave Show podcast. We have the Google Play, iTunes, and FM Play. It's the Tim and Dave Show podcast. So and please uh, uh, download all the episodes you can. Get our views up. Get our subscribers mm-hmm. up. Uh, and uh, listen whenever you can. And as I said, thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. This is Tim. And this is Dave. This is Tim and Dave. Have a great rest of your week, everyone. And I hope you enjoyed. Yep. I guess this is a bad time to bring up the fact that I'm about to colonize this country. Uh, with what? Uh, my, my <laughs> <laughs> Not my man, which. Gonna throw him. <laughs>